0: Welcome to Apple at Work, a podcast all about the intersection of Apple, technology, education, business, healthcare, and more. My name is Bradley Chambers. I'm your host, as always. This week it's Janeuk Week, and I am excited to welcome Dean, H- Dean Hager, CEO of Janth. Dean, welcome back to the show.
1: Hey, thank you, Bradley. It's great to be here again, and I appreciate you having me.
0: So we're recording this ahead of JNUC, but uh, when we release it, uh, the, the announcements will be live and, and and the entire week will be kicking off. What does it feel like to be, I mean, you're in the midst of planning it right now, but what, what's the excitement level of finally being back in front of the entire JAMP nation and, and together in one city?
1: Yeah, uh, right now I would call it raw energy. Um as you mentioned, we're we're a couple of weeks prior to JNUC, so we're still fine tuning some of the content. But of course, for the last two years, uh, we've been remote. And one of the greatest things about JNUC is is the energy and the camaraderie that exists in the hallways. You know, not the sessions, but when you know seeing Jamf Nation see each other again. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Not only are we back in person, but this is. But this is JNUC number 13, and of all the live sessions we've done, they've all been in Minneapolis. This is our very first outside of Minneapolis. We'll be meeting in beautiful San Diego, and I'm looking forward to that as well.
0: Yeah, Minneapolis is a great city. I've, I've been there many times. Um, the last Januk that happened was in 2019, and that was in I believe it was in November that year. And I thought I knew cold, and then there was Minneapolis in November, and then I've heard that January can be even worse. But yeah, San Diego is just a wonderful city, and I, I second what you said there about the hallway conversations and. You know the sessions are wonderful, the, but you don't need to be in person. You don't have to be in person for a transfer of knowledge. It's the it's the meals, it's the people you run into in line, it's the it's the you know, activities at night. Um, I mean, I think if anything. Uh, COVID taught us to appreciate the, uh, time we have with people. And I think we're learning, you know, we all took for granted that we could just get together at conferences for year after year and we couldn't for a couple of years. And now it's like, okay, we're excited. And again, it's, uh, you know, and Jamf even, even prior to COVID did a really, really nice job with the virtual option. Um, there was, you could, you could obviously stream it, uh, the, the keynote for many years. And then, but again, it's just, it's great to have the whole community back together. Um, yeah, so to, I to, I refer,
1: I'm sorry, Bradley. Uh, I was just going to say, I refer to Jamf Nation frequently as the tightest community in high tech. And my very favorite thing to do at Jana is just walk the hallways. And, and I learn more there. And I know, uh, generally speaking, I think the same is true of, of most attendees.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as we kind of look to the announcements, uh, let's start off with... Um, the idea of trusted access. So that seems to be one of the highlights this year for those that missed the keynote. What would you? How would you sum up trusted access this year?
1: Yeah, well, the way we landed on trusted access as a way of describing what we're doing is, is you know, it dawned on us, especially for the keynote, that. Jam's product line has expanded so much over the last couple of years that I don't think most of our customers could probably just sit down and name all of our products. And we tried to simplify that by, by saying, you know, IT and InfoSec, are, they're at the top of their game if they can answer yes to two questions. And those two questions are, do your users, you know, whether they're customers or employees or however you define your users, do your users love their work technology? Uh, and does your organization trust every person and device that's accessing uh, their resources? And if you can answer yes to both of those, then you know, you're know you at the top of your game. Unfortunately, uh, too many can't completely and confidently answer yes to both of those, and that's really what JNUC's all about. And that that second topic of can organizations trust the access of every person and every device. What what Jamf is doing is is bringing together management and security as two sides of the same coin. And Apple views it the same way. And we believe if... the the security around the identity, the security around the device, and then the management of the device, which keeps your software up to date, keeps your policies in place, you know, your profiles and configurations all um, uh, the way the organization needs it. That if that all works in harmony. You can achieve a yes answer to both. Do your users love their technology and does your organization trust every user and device that's accessing the enterprise resources?
0: This episode of Apple at Work is brought to you by Jamf. Jamf is the only company in the world who provides the complete management and security solutions for Apple products at work. Jamf's purpose is to simplify work with an offering that are enterprise-secure, consumer-simple, and protects personal privacy of end-users. Today, more than 62,000 organizations trust Jamf to manage and secure more than 27 million devices worldwide organizations shouldn't be limited in their ability to deploy the latest Apple technology based on what their vendors can support. Same-day support is one of the the most important promises Jamf makes to its customers. Jamf provides hassle-free upgrades and support for new Apple features and a delivery timeline that works for you. Learn more about the solutions and products that Jamf offers to manage and secure Apple devices at jamf.com slash 9to5mac. That's J-A-M-F dot com slash 9to5mac. Thanks to Jamf for sponsoring Apple at Work this week you know, I heard someone say twenty years ago. They said the it is finding the balance between security and usability, and you have to you have to have that pendulum be at a place where the organization can can trust the devices, trust the users, uh, but also have usability still be at the paramount. Like we we can always lock things down more, but if users can't get their jobs done or they're unhappy with their tools, then that's that's um, that's not good. So I think that it makes sense. I think it makes sense for, to focus on that to where the world is today. Um, look, looking through the announcements, it looks like you all have some great new technologies to enable um, bring your own device. And, and this, this again, this might not be uh, bring your own computer. This might be we give you a computer, but then we give you a stipend for a mobile phone. Um, so first thing I want to bring up was some new workflows for eSIMs. We, we saw Apple highlight eSIMs heavily in the iPhone 14 announcement. What is Jamp doing with eSIM?
1: Um well one I want to uh comment quickly on what you talked about usability and security for a moment uh to to basically plus one what what you just said not only is usability important I would suggest that if if IT organizations and infosec organizations are significantly harming usability in the name of security they're likely will end up worsening their security posture because It is human nature to find the most productive way to do something. And if employees are not able to be as productive as they want to be using their work technology, they will find another way that is less secure. So you have to keep usability as an important part of deploying security. Regarding um, the BYOD and eSIMs and, you know, it is, you know, Apple keeps moving forward, right? And it's one of the things that we love about them. Um, And therefore, you know, at JAMP, our view is that, you know, we need to innovate at the pace of Apple. And so on the topic of eSIMs. You know, right now, there are relatively simple workflows that with a combination of email and self-service, we can facilitate and improve upon the deployment of eSIMs within a corporate environment. But we're not going to stop there. We're collaborating with the carriers that are out there and Apple, because ultimately, when you get rid of the hardware, when you get rid of the SIM cards, yes, every user can set up their own, um, you know, eSIM. However, can you imagine a world when, uh, you know, people are starting within a company and you're able to, you know, very simply deploy their corporate number to them via eSIM on their BYOD device the moment they start work? And why stop there? Why not also deploy their corporate badge to them the moment that they start work and their email to them the moment that they start work and their self-service app the moment that they start work? You can arm a new employee with their own iPhone device seconds after they've uh, accepted a job, unlike ever before, and create an environment where that employee says, I will let you put these things on my device because Apple's new BYOD capability keeps the private part, the personal side of the iPhone completely private and the work side completely secure. So we're in a whole new era of BYOD that is at the very, very beginning stages and it's super exciting.
0: This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Hexnode. Hexnode UEM offers an award-winning unified endpoint management solution for Android, iOS, Windows, macOS, tvOS, and Fire OS devices. Hexnode is one of the most trusted enterprise security solutions worldwide that combines multiple security features into a single console. Sign up for a free trial today with Hexnode and find out how you can reinvent device management. You'll find a link to sign up in the show notes below. Thanks to Hexnode for sponsoring Apple at Work. Yeah, I agree with you because I think it was it was natural for it's natural for users to question putting corporate things on their personal devices. Like again, no one wants to think that like, you know, their IT department can see their text messages, see their personal calendar, read their personal mail, see their personal browser history. Um but Apple built these guardrails up to where it's not saying Hey, trust your IT department. It's saying trust your device manufacturer, trust Apple. Um, so I think it's I think it's great. I think this idea that you could you could have a world where you could have a single phone. Um, but you can separate that your work and personal lives. I think that's great. And gosh, you know, who knows with, um, enhancements to the, the focus settings, you could even see some really cool things in the future where companies could really even help automate that for you. They could build customized, you know, I'm I'm just spitballing here, but it's possible. Like you could have a customized focus for work that your company could help implement. But then at, at quitting time, they could say, Hey, you've worked hard today. Go switch back, switch all this back to personal mode and don't work now.
1: As a matter of fact, for our JNUC attendees, I will be showing a very brief demo of my personal phone. Now, I haven't got my 14 yet, and I don't know that I'm going to have that uh, by JNUC, but on my personal phone that, that I purchased, I have the BYOD, uh, account-driven user enrollment, uh, running on my phone. I have all my personal apps that are completely private. I have all of my work uh, apps installed, set up, and secured with self-service automatically. Every work app automatically uses Jamf's private access VPN for all communication, so it's secured. It has data loss prevention built in. I've got my uh, office card in my Apple wallet. I've got my eSIM work phone number uh, that Jamp provides while I still have my personal phone number that I've used for almost 20 years now. And I do have iOS 16. I'm running the beta. I have been for a while uh, where I have all my focuses set up. And when I go into personal mode, I have a deal with my wife that when we go out to dinner, I'll swipe and put it in personal mode, and I have a different colored background for it, and it automatically blocks out all mail. It removes all work apps, and if I just show her my uh, phone face, she knows that I'm unplugged from work.
0: And I think that's very healthy, and it's something that um, I think we underestimate how much the world needs to disconnect today. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. like it's going to be some really great technology, some some foundations of some great things we can build on in the next few years. Uh, n- next thing we're seeing some new integrations with Okta and Google Chrome, so I, I think this really, really sounds amazing because I I wrote an article a few weeks ago where. I, I basically said Apple understands its place in the universe where it's not trying to be the center of everybody's universe. It wants to be everybody's endpoint, but that doesn't mean it's the center of the universe. And by allowing their devices to become a puzzle piece in, a, in an organization's larger um, SaaS environment, um, they're, they're, built, they're allowing IT to love Apple more. So it, it's really, again, helping them build separate browsers. How, how did this idea come about to, to do something with iOS, Okta, and Google Chrome?
1: Yeah, and it's even more than that. I mean, one of the things that I think will really surprise the JNUC attendees this year is how many major... um providers of identity, security, and cloud uh, out there in the world are actually on our keynote stage. Uh, Jamf is partnering as we never have before. Okta and Google are just two examples of companies that will be at JNOT uh, talking about our integrations together. With Okta, of course, um, we have a long history with Jamf Connect of just Essentially, you know, creating the account on the Mac completely uh, in line with the cloud identity for each user. So it's a nice, clean Mac fleet with uh, synced passwords, but then also managing the accesses on the Mac itself around the cloud identity. We're going to be taking that to a new level. And then, of course, Apple announced uh, at at their uh, WWDC the new capabilities around enrollment SSO and platform SSO, and Okta will be there talking about how we're already doing hackathons between Jamf and Okta to make that process, you know, just fantastic for the user. You know, Google will be there talking about how we're doing a terrific job uh, uh managing the Chrome browser. I mean, I use the Chrome browser uh, on my iOS devices as my enterprise browser on my BYO devices because I have it set up with Jamf private access and so therefore it's completely secure so that I can use Safari as my personal browser with iCloud private relay and I actually use the two browsers for two different purposes. One is enterprise secure, the other is personal and private and Google will be talking a little bit about that. The be talking about how we've taken the Beyond Corp integration around Google Identity uh, to a new level, now announcing uh, both iOS and Mac OS support. And we might even have a little something with Google uh, around uh, safe internet as well.
0: Well, that's a, again, I think the theme of what I'm seeing across the enterprise today is this real integration between. Companies who better, ter- better, lack of better terms, might be considered enemies in some respect or competitors. Maybe is a better term. But I think what what people are realizing is, as as the world becomes more ingrained with technology, it's not feasible to categorize entire companies as competitors that we don't work with or friendlies that we do work with. Um, you can be a competitor and a um, partner with the same company at the same time. You know, Obviously, Google wants to sell Chromebooks and Android devices, but Google also knows people use Macs and iOS devices. And so it's like everybody coming together ultimately for the best, what's best for the customers and what's best for the end users.
1: Yeah, amen, Bradley. And look at how many times Microsoft's been on stage uh, with Jamf in the past. Microsoft will, of course, uh, be with us again uh, at JNUC. uh this year. Uh, we'll be showcasing. You know, Microsoft's in a unique position in that, you know, the, all of JNOC is about us bringing together management and security. And we have very deep integrations with Microsoft across both our management and security solutions. Our management solutions with device-compliant all of that inventory gets mirrored over into Microsoft Endpoint Manager. Of course, Jamf Connect is completely integrated with Microsoft uh, Azure from an identity perspective, and then uh, Jamf Protect is completely integrated with Microsoft Sentinel uh, for logging events and, uh, and uh, you know data out of our uh, uh, threat hunting systems. So really, across the entire portfolio, we have got one-to-one integration with Microsoft, and yet. Technically, there are some things about our solutions that are competitive. But as you said, if we collaborate, it's only good for customers. And one more thing on partners, uh, you're going to see some very exciting announcements uh, at JNUC as well around AWS and Mac EC2 environments.
0: I guess that's exciting here because you're really starting to see more with Apple and this distributed computer computing work you know kind of workforce um so anything to do with AC, you know AWS i think that's always exciting um that that's it we'll 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 leave something to tease our uh, listeners with to pay attention to the announcements all all week um next thing um we're seeing updates to app installers uh what's new with app installers this year
1: well, we're continuing to uh, make it uh, more simple uh, for users. Our integration in how users will interact with self-service, will be showcasing that. At JNUT, just to make it again back to focus on usability, usability, usability. And we're going to be showing some usability improvements uh, of app installers. They were so well received uh, last year when we announced them at JNUT, heavy adoption from our customer base. We are now monitoring over 1,000 titles. Uh, out there in the industry to keep track of software that's been updated. And we now have over 100 app installers that uh, are essentially as easy as, you know, keeping software up to date that you get from the app store. And so we're not going to stop. We're going to continue to deploy uh, more and more app installers every single quarter, and we will continue to focus on the usability. But thus far, the uh, customer reception has been outstanding.
0: Now, one of the things Apple has talked about at WWDC for uh, the past two years, and I, I can say this caveat, it's rare that Apple gives us this vision of where they're going. Uh, Apple is a secretive company, but with declarative device management, they started laying that foundation last year. They're continuing to lay the foundation this year. Uh, what is new with Jamf and declarative device management this year?
1: Well, of course, you know, as we do with everything that comes from Apple, we jump out and support it right away. We call it same day support. So our code is written for declarative. It's not quite generally available yet, but we work with the betas very uh, significantly to make sure that when Apple comes out with something significant, we're right there so that it can be, be deployed within the enterprise. Declarative is once again, Apple taking MDM to the next level. Uh, I mean, those listeners out there know how MDM works, that you need to, uh, you know, a push or a request out to a device in order to get status back on a device. And that's just, um, you know, that harms the overall real-time visibility in that uh, IT uh, professionals have into their fleet of Apple devices. It uh, you know, decreases the scalability and reliability. That whole round trip, uh, round trip of sending out and receiving back network traffic that's heavier than it needs to be? Why not set up an environment where the device, as it changes states, is able to report in uh, to the server that its state has changed? That just creates a more reliable, a more transparent, a more scalable environment, and it's it's unique to Apple, uh, and we're excited to be supporting it right away as soon as it's available from Apple.
0: So, lastly, as we uh, wrap up this uh, great episode, and we're appreciative for your time. I know you're a uh, quite busy prepping for uh, the big week at JNUC. but Jam Safe Internet, I think, has been. I see it as the a product that uh, is kind of sneaking under the radar a little bit. It's, it's aimed at education, but I, I see a, I can see a larger future future for this product across their entire product portfolio. Um, what is what is new with uh, Jam Safe Internet?
1: Well, we uh, launched a data policy solution uh, last year at JNUC that offers uh, corporations uh, the ability to uh, filter content based on, you know, appropriate use within the workplace. It's part of our security suite that also can block, uh, you know, phishing attacks and uh, uh, malicious downloads. Uh, But we launched it specifically for, Corporate environments, and it's been a very popular product over the last year. But we knew for schools there had to be, you know, some usability and configuration uh, enhancements uh, to just make it very uh, purpose-driven uh, for an education IT professional. And so we worked hard on what we had announced last year at JNOC to to really tune it. Uh, and tailor it uh, to the education marketplace and we launched that safe internet product on July 1st and the reception in our very first quarter of, of, of launching it has been as as strong as almost any product that we've ever launched uh, because it was just the timing was well launching it in July prior to uh, the school sessions starting uh, but um, there's already, you know, uh, hundreds of customers of Jam Safe Internet. And, uh, we're very proud of it. And we'll be showcasing some of the latest and greatest in that product, uh, with some, uh, very special announcements. So, uh, for everybody that, uh, is an education that's attending JNUC, they'll want to pay close attention to, to some of our announcements around that area.
0: Yeah. I, you know, Jam Safe Internet solves a problem that, um, it's just a lot of educators have, have had. It's about finding the balance of granular content filtering. Uh, you've got a lot of people on a network. And then when you add in the idea of devices go home, and this isn't even a pandemic thing, I mean, devices go home um, and they're used at home. And so, Jam Safe Internet really allows it, allows. E- IT admins to ensure parents like, hey, you're not the ones having to put in the controls here. We can, we're can, we extending the controls we have and, and doing it in a way that's secure so you can trust the devices regardless of what Wi-Fi connection they're on are secure. So again, um, but, you know, pay attention to the news at Genic this week. You're going to see some exciting announcements. Um, Dean, it sounds like it's going to be a great week. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see the news coming out. I'm really excited to see just the general excitement. I'm sure there will be tons of uh, pictures on Twitter and LinkedIn. I can't wait to see them. Um, any final parting words as as we um as we wrap up the show
1: uh only that I think it's gonna be the best JNUC ever uh from a content from a partnerships from a product perspective um there's just so much to learn uh from jam presentations but but even more importantly from each other and all the great. customer and partner presentations. And of course, as we mentioned, hallway conversation that's going to occur. I I look forward to seeing everybody that's there. Um, And again, thank you, Bradley, for covering the space and having me today.
0: Yeah, uh, if you're at JNUC this week, if you're in line, put your phone in your pocket, shake hands with somebody, give them a, give, give them a fist bump, um, introduce yourself, meet somebody new. I promise you uh, the networking you can do um, at JNUC is valuable to your career. It's, it's a great way to meet people. And I, I promise you it's worth the effort to, to, to do that. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening this week. Have, if you're at JNUC this week, have a great and safe week and, and travel home safe. And we look forward to celebrating the announcements together. Have a great week, everybody.